our clients, our corporate clients, very tied to events. And when COVID hit, they stopped doing events. They were conservative. They stopped spending money on marketing. And in early April, I said to Andy, I think we should do a virtual cocktail party for our clients. At that time, it was like a brilliant idea. Nobody had done a virtual cocktail party by that point. I said to Andy, and he said, I got this, because he's like the social outgoing salesperson. So then I'll let you take it away, Ann. The idea was our salespeople each invited one of their clients to come. And it was like a five salespeople and five guests. There were 10 people, and we played games. And the idea was just to have fun. It was our engagement. We weren't selling anything. We were staying in front of them as COVID just started. Well, one thing led to another. And one of the clients said, could you do this for us? And there's where a business was literally born. Welcome back to the Distributors Helping Distributors show brought to you by The Swag Coach. On today's show, we discuss making a COVID pivot. Our guests are Wendy and Andy Ferber. This is a dynamic power couple who are promotional products distributors, but they own multiple companies. Josh, tell us a little bit more about why you lined up Wendy and Andy for today. Well, thank you, Mike. And let me tell you exactly why. Well, (laughs) this couple, and we spoke to them before the show, so I'm excited too, are really doing what we've been encouraging all along not just during a pandemic, but in general, as an entrepreneur, you've got to keep your eye on the playing field and see where the opportunities are to be able to then pivot to the marketplace, especially if you're targeting a niche like they are in the promotional space. And so I'm excited to hear about how they've made a quote unquote COVID pivot and how it's helped their business, not just during these challenging times, but also preparing them for scaling and growth in the future. Let's get started. Welcome to Distributors Helping Distributors. My name is Michael Mahoney. I'm joined by my partner and co-host, Josh Fry. Today's show is on reinventing your promo sales. So again, for those of you that are just joining us today, we're going to talk about how have you reinvented your promo sales and making a promo pivot during COVID. What are you really doing to expand your product line or expand beyond what you normally sell? Well, let's bring on Wendy and Andy. They've been very patiently listening. This is great. We're excited to have you today. Could you give us a brief background? Why don't we start with with Wendy? Just tell us if you would a little bit about yourself and how you got into the business where you are. Thanks for having us. So I was a corporate attorney doing mergers and acquisitions, and I was out on maternity leave, and then I didn't go back to that. And Andy is my partner slash husband, and he started the business out of our apartment in New York City over 23 years ago. And the business has just grown since then. We were about 23 employees before COVID. It was a good ride until COVID for sure. Andy, do you want to add anything? You know, it's interesting. Josh mentioned about how we're self-taught. I learned on Wall Street from a no-name type company, not a Goldman Sachs or Merrill Lynch. I learned how to sell on Wall Street. And that, that was clearly a leg up 
on how to open doors as uh, Michael and Josh. And guys, thanks again for having us, by the way. But hey, I will say, now you say you're self-taught, but did one or both of you went to Wharton? Which one is it? We both went to Wharton undergrad. Okay. Is that where you met? No, we met after college. Okay. Wow. So you actually have a really unfair advantage over the rest of us who didn't go to an Ivy League school and didn't go to the best undergraduate business school in the country. I'd like to comment on that, Josh. <laughs> I, I throw that out the window where you go to school. And even if you didn't go to college, means nothing. It's all about the drive and the streetwise. So how do you, that's what I tell my brother who went undergrad to Wharton. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you guys divide things up as, as business partners and, and as a couple? How do you manage the operation or divide things? That's a great segue from college. It doesn't really matter which college you went to. Right. It's what your skills are. And I think our innate skills divided perfectly for our business. I, I manage things. I run things. I run like the whole office and the company. And Andy is a relationship builder. He's a, a hunter and a relationship builder. And that's just his natural personality. That's not anything you can <laughs> learn in school. So things started headed, heading south when COVID hit. Paint us a picture. What, what happened? Our clients, our corporate clients, very tied to events. And when COVID hit, they stopped doing events. They were conservative. They stopped spending money on marketing. And in early April, I said to Andy, I think we should do a virtual cocktail party for our clients. And at that time, it was like a brilliant idea. Nobody had done a virtual cocktail party by that point. And I said to Andy, and he said, I got this, because he's like the social outgoing salesperson. So then I'll let you take it away, Ann. The idea was our salespeople each invited one of their clients to come. And it was like a five salespeople and five guests. There were 10 people. And we played games. And the idea was just to have fun. It was our engagement. We weren't selling anything. We were staying in front of them as COVID just started. Well, one thing led to another. And one of the clients said, could you do this for us? And there's where a business was literally born. Okay. So take us, take us forward. You did, the, you did this one free thing for salespeople and their guests. And then somebody said, hey, why don't you do this for us? Did you charge for that session? That first sale, and we almost gave it away, but we did get a couple hundred dollars for our event. We got actually a law firm to do our event because they were one of the people interested. And we learned from there. Again, we all know those, those first sales, you know, how to do an order, the e-proof and all that. Same thing with connectorship, the content. We, we actually asked, again, this is a great one for you coaches. I know you guys probably tell your clients, ask your client if they're pleased to spread the word. So after we did that first event, we said, if you really were pleased, could you do us a favor? And if you're on social media, whatever, they did that and it got it going. And from there, trickled down. We did maybe two events in June, eight events in July, August. By December, we did 95 events in three weeks. A lot of them are law firms, but across the board. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hold on. Hold on. Just, I did, just hold on. And 95 events? Yeah. And how That'll make what? you lose your hair. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. I get a technical. Give me the technical. Come on, Josh. Don't insult our don't don't run off another guest. Okay. Come on. <laughs> 95 events. It's unbelievable. Are we allowed to get ask numbers? Like, what do you charge for an event? Well, we started out low and then we started to see that there was definitely demand. And then we and we saw what was out in the market as well, because 
in September, I started Connector Central, which is a website, like a platform for virtual events. And obviously, Connectorship is our flagship event. But as I was talking to these vendors who were coming aboard, I was seeing what prices they were charging. I'm like, oh, we can definitely be higher. So our current event, it depends on the number of participants, but it starts at $7.99 for up to 50 participants, $9.99 for up to 100 and $11.99 for up to 150 And then we've even had clients do tournaments, which Andy can talk about. And then that's a custom event, which gets quoted separately. If I can add, and you guys will all fall off, the but I know Coach Michael and Josh will be tell you probably all about that. You don't sell on price. This has never happened in 23 years of swag. A client said to me, a CMO, okay, C-suite, you are charging too little. Can you charge me more? Swear to God, guys, <laughs> what distributor has ever heard that? It's awesome. There's so many things here that I love, and I want to make sure that people are tracking, okay? One is you're driving the market. The market's not driving you. You're leveraging existing relationships and selling them more stuff. And you've actually, you're selling them stuff. And I don't know if you said this or not, but you kind of learned from them what their needs are. And now you're selling it back to them. Like you have built in relationships. And especially if you're targeting a niche, you can learn so much from one customer and then sell that product or service to all the other customers. And in your case, you're selling a product. And again, I love to get back to this. You don't have any cost of goods, right? So your expenses are your time and Zoom. We do have a full-time employee supporting me, but the rest of our hosts are gig workers. And, and of course, I'm, I'm a host, so I'm benefiting on profits. But correct, no cost to good sell, just Zoom and one employee to do a lot of stuff. And, and that's for Connector Ship, but Connector Central, we're using outside vendors. What's the difference, Connector Central and Connector Ship? And by the way, it's, if anyone looks at it online, your URL, it's connect and the letter R, yes. right? Connect R. Central and Connect R. Yeah, and we'll okay. share all your info at the end too. Okay. Connector yeah. Central is a website, a platform, kind of like the Etsy of virtual events. So you're a corporate buyer, you know, you're in charge of events, your operations manager, your recruiting manager. You need an event for your team, your office. You go to Connector Central and you see all these events and you reach out and decide we work with you to come up with the best event for your need. Connectorship is the one of the actual events. Connectorship is a virtual game experience. So that's our homegrown. It's like us being the manufacturer of the game events, but all the other vendors for Connector Central, the other events, we have outside vendors. Like I have a mixologist, a magician and mentalist, wine tasting, coffee tasting, improv games. And that one, I only get a percentage. I take a a percentage of the event. So that's not as profitable, but we've gotten into clients that we haven't gotten into before. We have a relationship now, and now we're trying to sell them swag. And what we're doing is we're remaining relevant to our clients. So if their budget for marketing is still frozen, we still have something to talk to them about and offer them. So when they do go back to swag, they're going to still remember us. It's not out of sight. Oh, there you go. So that's fantastic right there, right? Because that's the number one, two and three complaint or challenge that we hear from distributors is they're not relevant. They can't get their clients on the phone. People are working from home. 
they're not buying, right? So you're you are using this not only to generate current income, but also and, and you line of business, but also just to maintain these relationships that you have that you've worked so hard to build. So you're remaining relevant to your client. You know, Michael, as a sales professional my whole career, and I hate that word sales, as a relationship person, so many of us have been shut down in the last year. This has given us an opportunity to lead or rebound if they put the roadblock up on swag. But by the way, a totally different space, the virtual world. What are you doing? Internally use or externally. What do I mean by that? Your end users are internally needing to build company culture and all the HR stuff. We hit that. But externally, your clients, your end users have a sales force marketing and they can't go to Mets and Yankees and Rangers games. They can't do drinks and dinner. So now you invite to your Google Game Fest and your clients and your salespeople meet. Kind of what we started, what we were starting to talk about before. Can you imagine your relationship people and your clients meeting together in breakout rooms and bonding and learning about them? By the way, how about a raffle? How about the winners get a prize? How about sending a gift after the event to all participants? That's what Wendy had on her mind always is how do we tie swag back into it? So even if you get that small order, think about printing business with a high profile or a low profile client. Now you get in the door when things open up. You're saying that your your creativity here and this outside the box thinking and disrupting the market, you're coming in and you're changing the nature of the relationship with the client, but then you're spreading out throughout the clients. And now you've got, you just described these other departments that you're working with. Now you've got multiple points of contact, which when they do buy, you've created a whole new level of opportunity. And you've, I assume, solidified your relationships. So if one person leaves or you have an issue with, you still got multiple other people in the organization. Is that right? Absolutely. We've definitely spread across things that like, for example, there's a very large law firm that we've never been in and an office. Somehow we got Andy got in with an office manager and she manages a whole large office, which we would have never had before. And now she came to us. I sent wine gifts out for her. I've sent other swag. She responds to my emails. So when so, things open up, we have good hope that we'll do well with that. Why don't we move forward? And for the sake of time, talk about some of the, the programs that you run. Can you describe what these programs look like? Real simple, guys. And, and any of you out there could probably do it yourselves. But like everything, you're the good at it or not. We typically do a one-hour event. We typically have six to eight different activities. We all know, and there is competition, by the way. We never said there wasn't. We think our methodology is unique. But people do bingo for an hour, scavenger hunt for an hour, trivia for an hour. What we do is six to eight different activities. So, Michael, we take over, we facilitate, and you come in and we do a warm-up activity for five, six minutes. The host facilitates. If it's a group of 20 or a group of 100, we're going to determine if we're going breakout room, main room, or we'll most likely mix it up. We're doing six or eight different activities. We'll do trivia. We'll do a riddle hunt. We'll do a memory game. We'll do a sound game. We'll do name that song. We're funneling music. So what we're doing is keeping everyone engaged. It's an interactive. They're, they're so You heard they're zoomed out, you know, but we say, are they listening to too many things and not being involved? So we get them involved. We get them to talk. We have 25 plus different activities. We put six or eight in an hour program. Hopefully they come back. We've had a ton of repeat business. Does that help? 
Yeah. yeah. Mike, do you have a follow-up question or can I ask one? Uh, go for can it. Can I get a word in edgewise? You can get a word in. Is this how, Andy, is this how you and Wendy fight? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make clear we're not a cut. Josh and I are partners. Volume down so we couldn't hear him. That's how <laughs> I love your strategy. I'm gonna have to try that. That's a great idea. Hopped on connectorship and just was sitting on the sideline. It was amazing to watch. I mean, obviously, it takes a lot of energy to get people up and going, but there's so much going on. All people have to do is follow your lead, and then you get them engaged. And watching them interact is exactly what employers are going for, right? So in putting myself into a buyer's perspective, I could just see, I'm like, oh my gosh, the morale of my sales team is down. I really need to get people together in a fun way. That's not another boring Zoom or whatever. Like, what can we do other than just, how do we have fun virtually? So that's why I love what you all are doing. And I think what's relevant to, to the audience is we can resell this. We should be able to sell this on an A or a P, no problem. You basically are selling it and then handing it off to you and your teams to run and then upselling them with promotional. There's so many things that you're doing here with this virtual product, opening new doors, upselling them, targeting a niche, building these types of relationships, focusing on the internal needs of the company, like you were talking about, Andy, as well as the external needs. Like These are all things that... I mean, that we continue to, to talk about. So it's just great to, to see it live and working. And obviously we believe it, but. So take us forward to how you, you cross sell or upsell promo, right? Cause you started out with your book of business, your promotional products distributors, you've come into the virtual events as a way to pivot and survive, but it's strengthened, it's changed and strengthened the business. How do you then take this in back full circle into selling swag? We're very reliant on our CRM. We're heavy CRM users. So everybody goes into our CRM. And when we do book an event, for example, I am going to be booking, we'd have a program called Laughter Yoga, and I'm doing it for a law firm summer associate program in June. When we're done booking it, I'll suggest that maybe if she wants to send some yoga mats or candles or a water bottle, something having to do with fitness. And then she might say no, but then she's in my CRM and I'm, we're going to keep following up with it. So it just adds more contacts, more conversations to it. We just did a mixology event for a big firm in Texas and we sent out cocktail shakers to them and they sent them out to all the participants. So we're able to weave in swag and they always know that we do both. We're never just one thing. As every salesperson, I think, knows, we don't rush to the close. A relationship takes time. So when I sell an event and then when I'm all set, okay, that event's great. By the way, do you want to do swag before, after, during? We've got our swag provider. And I'm going to come back to that. Let me do the event. And this is the start of the relationship. Now, interestingly enough, a top 10 law firm that we're not in hands us off to another office. We do a gig for them. And guess what? That office orders swag from us. So there's a perfect example that we just got into a top 10 firm, not through their New York, but their DC office. And there's so much opportunity. Two quick things. One, Wendy, can you turn up Andy's microphone a little bit more? (laughs) And then number two, if people have questions that are on the call for Wendy and Andy, you should definitely post them in the Q&A. Donna said, is there a demo of a session that we can view? 
I'll, I'll answer because we can't hear Andy. If you go to www.connectorship.com, connect R, the letter R, ship.com, there are demos about twice a month that you can sign up and do a free 30-minute demo and get a sense of what it's like. We even had a distributor that we're friendly with. She sold it to one or two of her clients because, again, it was a way for her to stay relevant. And we obviously won't go after swag. I mean, we're not going to put them in our CRM and go after them for swag. Spotlight print promo. We've got somebody under a pseudonym, Josh. Spotlight print promo says, how would we as a fellow distributor add something like this to our offering and have clients order the swag through us instead? Is that possible? Yeah, for sure. If any distributor ever came to us for an event, we would never go after their client. I mean, we've been in business 23 years. We're honorable. I mean, how how would that work? So could you describe, Wendy, how how that would work? So if someone came to you and they they want to take you into a client, what would that setup look like? So I basically would say you could call me and I would run run you through the events, show you our website, connectorcentral.com. You can share connectorcentral.com with your client and act like it's your vendor partner, just like you would share maybe a link to PCNA. You could share a link to Connector Central. And then I could hop on a call with you and your client to go over details and what they're looking for. You become the salesperson for that. And then we figure out some sort of remuneration. I see Paul asked if we, how would we make money? We actually didn't come on here to try to sell you guys. So we haven't talked about how you would make money, but we can work on it. So you can certainly give us a call and we can discuss it. Yeah. And, And here's something else. Okay. And this is without even that. Step one would be talk to your clients. Do they have event budgets that they're not utilizing? What is the event budget? And then back into it. To me, it's not, as, as you were saying, Andy, it's not about the price. It's almost like, what's the dollars that they have budgeted and how do you get a piece of it? And then if you can back into it, then maybe you package it up and you're like, okay, well, they have a $5,000 budget, charge them you know, $1,500 for the event that costs you 800 or whatever, and then sell them swag. Mm-hmm. So find out what the budget is first. I, that's what I would say. What do you all think? Wendy and Andy... They've come up with a really creative idea that fits and works, and it's not designed to completely leave behind promo. It's to enhance it. You guys are selling probably more promo now, but as things recover, you know, you've got a whole new product line, which won't go away, and you're in so much deeper and broader with these clients. I mean, it's, it's really brilliant. So, you know, I challenge everyone who's attending right now, how can you follow the same concept and bring something different to the mix? What's your secret sauce that you know based on your own skills or, or situation, right? And if you don't have one, just resell their product line or resell <laughs> or that, PPE or, or that's it, right? Exactly. You got to get creative. There's lots of opportunities Not out stuck. there. This is an example of one. I think you bring up a good point. The reason when I said to Andy, let's do a virtual happy hour and he turned it into games is because he loves games and that's what he does. And is a gamer, right? He's a gamer. So it's a matter of you finding your own, what you're good at and seeing if you can offer it. And I think that actually brings up something that's really important. We talked about it at the very beginning, how much you like this business. You all have clearly found something that 
I don't know if you, you would call it reinventing yourself or just tapping into your passion or both, but I mean, it's obvious. I mean, I can't hear Andy, but I can see his enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) Fired up. And the fact that you're so fired up exactly about what you're doing and you've got a whole nother product line and service line. It's just awesome. Really. Congratulations. We have been talking about this for a long time now since COVID hit and to use the time during COVID when things literally shut down and reinvent yourself, put together a plan so that when things come back, you're ready to roll. And in your particular case, your business, I just can't imagine it not exploding because you've already got a new product line that's growing. And then when the law firms come back in whatever capacity they do, you're going to have your original niche market that you've been targeting for years come back as well. So you should get quite a bump. So it's awesome. And I know we got to stop a little bit early because Andy's got to roll and run another one of his yeah. gazillion virtual events, which is That's awesome. awesome. Let's, let's wrap. What's your favorite event, guys? Wendy? My favorite event is Connectorship. And then after that, I love our Mixology event. So much fun. Great, great cocktails. Love it. How about you, Andy? Again, with our flagship, Connect Our Sound. What we do is we play 15. That's <laughs> just ironic because ironic, we can't hear right, you. You can't hear me, but we'll play. We play it in the chat and the main room, and we'll play like a Broadway show. And you got to name your song. We'll play. We'll play a musical instrument. We'll play a movie, and everyone is like competing, and it's a blast. So connect our sound is my favorite. Thanks for asking. Is that like uh, name that tune? But just name that tune. You know, random noises like cracking an egg or a garbage <laughs> truck backing up an oboe instrument or the monsters, uh, you know, all different random sounds. That's hilarious. Just so you know, we have a studio. So the sound is all good in his studio. This is just at his desk. I apologize. (laughs) This is ridiculous. (laughs) Throw a flag. Ah! It's awesome. It's awesome. Guys, thank you so much, Wendy. Andy, you guys are some of the most creative people I think I've ever spoken with and I'm really happy for you for what you've accomplished and what you've done. I hope folks give you a call. I think we're going to be in touch with you, but this is just enlightening. Everybody's listening. I just challenge you. Think outside the box, get creative, play to your own strengths. There is plenty of opportunity. And Wendy and Andy have shown us one example, come up with your own example. So, and we will see you next time. Josh, take us home. Yeah. So first off, Wendy, Andy, thanks again. Really appreciate you taking the time. Know you're super busy. It's inspirational, right? I mean, we want to give people access to stories like yours and want to hear about how people have pivoted and not only survived, but thrive. So congratulations to you both. This is about access for our listeners. And so there's a tool right here you can use right now to resell to your existing clients. And that's what our goal was here. Not only keep it positive, but give you tools to, to grow your own promo business. So, so they just got to run. He's got to run to his next session. Andy, thank you. Wendy, thank you. Mike, thank you. Thank you everybody for listening in today. Hope everyone stays healthy and well, and uh, we will see you soon. Bye guys. Bye. Josh and Michael, you guys rock. You're an inspiration guy. Thanks Andy. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks Andy. All right. See ya. Bye-bye. Josh, what a discussion from these guys. Can you summarize some of the key takeaways that you had from our discussion with Wendy and Andy? Absolutely. You know, one thing that came through on the show is how energetic and how passionate they are about what they're doing. And of the three key takeaways, this is the first one. Follow your passion. 
you know, they started doing virtual events for their law firm clients because Andy was a huge games guy. He loves to play games on his personal time. And now he's been able to capitalize on a gap in the marketplace with so many clients and people working from home and trying to find different ways to connect with their employees and their stakeholders. So he's following his passion and rolling it into a business model, which is brilliant because then you know you're going to be having fun while doing the work. The second takeaway is hyper-focus on a vertical. Wendy and Andy target law firms. They're experts in that industry. They know how law firms go to market, both internally with their lawyers and with their employees, as well as externally with their clients. So they're able to leverage their experience in servicing law firms and sell them on other products and services. Which brings me to the third and final takeaway, cross-selling and upselling. They use virtual events to get their foot in the door with prospects, or they use the virtual events to upsell their existing clients. So in one way or the other, they're getting their foot in the door to not only sell a service, but then provide promotional products and other ideas that they can then go and get additional sales from. So this is a great way to cross-sell and upsell and create a highly profitable additional service to your business. Thanks, Josh. And thanks to all of you for joining us today for the show. And we really value your feedback. So I'd like to encourage you to join our Facebook community. The group is called Distributors Helping Distributors. And please post your comment. Tell us which takeaway from today's show was helpful to you. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you on the next show.